You are listening to the All County All Stars podcast, a show featuring franchise success stories in property management. Thinking about starting your own business and considering property management? Hear how our franchisees have partnered with All County to overcome obstacles and open flourishing franchises across the United States. Welcome to the All County All Stars podcast. And today I am super excited to bring you Laura Barron. And Laura is in Denver and she's actually the owner of two different franchise offices. And she started in 2017 and she's got this really great story. But Laura, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about how you found All County and how you got into property management. What were you doing prior? Yeah, so I was actually a stay-at-home mom. So I had two little boys and we had rentals between my husband and I that we had acquired before children, before marriage. And so the way that I subsidized staying home was I was a property manager to our own properties. And then in Denver specifically, you know, we live in one of the great greatest places in my opinion. And uh, you could just feel in the air that real estate and property management was just going to be a uh, home run. And so I was looking to get back into the workforce and I didn't wanna go back and work for someone else. I really wanted to start a business of my own. I wanted to be my own boss. And uh, so we started looking at property management. And it so happened at the time that my husband knew Simon Hart, who owns All County Boulder. And we set up a lunch meeting and we just talked about it and uh, talked about it with Simon. He gave us sort of the ins and the outs and and the, the pretty side and the not so pretty not so side. side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because there's all that. And uh, yeah, we set up a meeting with Sandy and Scott and we flew down to Florida. Fantastic. And, yeah, the rest is history. And I guess the thing that we were just most impressed with was really the team of Scott and Sandy and how uh, they were so relatable to us. You know, uh, what they reflected back to us was really a lot of things that we had in common with them. Um, we got a really good feeling, a really good hit off the company, and they were really transparent. And I think at the time, um, technology was just sort of coming into uh, the front of property management. And what I found so impressive was that they were starting to really dig and do their investigation of how technology was being incorporated with property management. And so I just think the the fact that the company itself was very relatable, um, they seemed very open, transparent, and the fact that they were incorporating technology at the time, which was 2017, to really communicate to um, their clients, their tenants, their owners. And, And I think that that was important. So it's been six years and you actually have two offices and um, how old are your boys right now? (laughs) So they're nine and 12. Okay. So, I mean, they were much younger and I mean, I'm a mom of two little girls too, that are not that old and, you know, it's a really hectic time of life and, you know, you were stay at home mom, but you know, it's still, it's a lot of, it's, it's, it's a lot of work, right? Like raising a family and then also adding another business on it. Could I just ask, you know, cause for those moms out there listening, or even, you know, people who are stay-at-home parents, right? How was that transition like? And how do you balance those things? Yeah, so um, it was really scary at first. Like, I can't lie. You know, um, I remember at the time I had a two-and-a-half-year-old and a five-year-old. Woo! And uh, I was starting it by myself. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember, because John had to work, you know, we had to subsidize, um 
the, the whole beginning of mm-hmm. all county Denver Metro and all county Denver South. And so uh, I can remember <laughs> um, bouncing Dylan on my knee and cold calling and making friends over the phone. Um, it's funny, the reason why we picked our office was because there's actually a kinder care across the street. So I could, I put him in across the street and I would go over and have lunch with him and I'd come back into the office and just start networking. And that's really what I did. I networked and made friends and, um, it actually is something I'm, I'm really good at naturally. I'm really good at, uh, getting in front of people, um, talking about the things I'm passionate about and, um, I'm a good salesperson. So that really helped. And so my transfer of enthusiasm um, of all county uh, was easy for me to sort of translate to others. But yeah, it was a big transition. And um, I think the thing that I was able to be successful with was the fact that I could be flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, so in other words, like if someone, if if I had, like if a new mom were to start this, you know, or if a, a woman was to start this and had a family, The fact that it is sort of flexible and you can build your business whenever you're not being a parent um, was probably the key to our success. And it was just the fact that, you know, I could I could set up um, networking, networking in the evening or I could go to have coffee uh, in the afternoon. And then, you know, if something happened and I needed to go deal with um, one of my kids, you know, it it was flexible. You had the flexibility to do it. I didn't have a boss, in other words overlording over me sort of in a way you know and i mean that who wants an overlord no one (laughs) yeah uh because uh part of the wonderful thing about this is is you're the boss yeah yeah Yeah. well it's wonderful and it can also be scary too right because i mean like you are where the buck stops like and all the problems float to you right they do they do um so you're there, you're bouncing your baby on your knee you're you're making your cold calls how long did it take you to kind of get some critical mass where you felt like Within profitable. A what, what's yeah. that? A year? Within a year. Yeah. Ooh, what's your secret to success? Making friends, mm-hmm. making friends and making genuine connections. You know, whenever I would network with people, you know, I would sort of make friends with people and I would stick with the people that I liked and had things in common with, um, whether it be through my chamber, um, other networking, um, like asking CPAs out for coffee or, you know, sometimes uh, trust lawyers have been really good for me to make friends with. Mm -hmm. It happened that a lot of my friends that I, so we hike a lot in Denver. We're, we're outside a lot. And a lot of my friends happen to be trust lawyers and, you know, some people that I, I already had um, friendships with, you know, I just started working my network, you know, and I think uh, making friends with them, instead of just trying to make the sale really right. help because mm-hmm. there's still people, you know, how many years down the way, seven years almost. Right. Um, who still give me business. We've yeah. been, we've been friends, working friends for years, you know? And so those people that are sort of in my network and in my sphere, I really take care of and really keep nurturing that, that relationship, just like I would family or friendship, you know? And if you don't mind me asking, how many properties do each of your offices manage currently? Yeah, so I'd have to look. So ballpark, just I know that Metro is mm-hmm. over two hundred, mm-hmm. and I know that South is over fifty. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the one thing I do have to preface is we've really focused on medium to high end property management, and um, 
we have also uh, focused on investor acquisition as well. Interesting. And yeah. what made you decide to go that route from, it sounds like from the beginning. Yeah. So um, my background, I was an interior designer and I did it for years. So I went to the Art Institute of Colorado. I love homes. I love houses. So I really built the business sort of catered to my personality. Mm -hmm. And that is what I feel most comfortable in is medium to high end property management. And when I say medium to high end, it doesn't mean that you have to be at a, at a certain price point for us to, to take on your property. What it means is that you're an owner who's interested in keeping your property up, looking its best, keeping everything to code. And um, maybe you're, you uh, understand that what you're marketing is a product, you know, and that, mm -hmm. that you're trying to appeal to your customer, you know? And so I really like taking on owners who are like-minded in terms of offering a nice, lovely, well-cared-for product. And I think that makes everybody's job easier too, right? Yeah. Because I mean, it's very yeah. difficult to work with people who don't want to spend money to upgrade properties and, you know, tenants keep passing them over because they're just outdated and obsolete. And frankly, people can get better elsewhere for the same money, right? For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you work with um, like housing voucher tenants at all? Or is that just sort of out of your, you know, sort we of work uh, with demographic housing voucher tenants out of curiosity? Oh, we do. Yeah. You do. Okay. So you're really focusing on owners that are medium to high end so that they want to make and invest in their properties to make sure that they're, like you said, um, yeah. great products, right? Great yeah. places for people to live in. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, again, uh, we always go meet with our um, potential clients to see their property and just make sure it fits. Mm -hmm. And um, some some people who take vouchers, um, you know, their average rent's like $2,200 a month. And they get a voucher and mm -hmm. they still take care of their homes. And, you know, in other words, taking a voucher is not something to be afraid of necessarily, mm -hmm. just as long as you have an owner who keeps things to code and takes care of their property. Yeah. People want a yeah. safe place to live in, a nice place to live. It makes exactly. sense. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So what made you decide to open up a second uh, office? So it's so funny. Um, well, first of all, it's just been a great experience, like overall, you know, yes, it's high stress, but um, we take a lot of pride in representing the brand. And um, we've been to, you know, now it's been several years, we really feel invested. And um, opening up a second location was getting into a different demographic. And really, uh, that portfolio is really beautiful. Like it has really nice single family homes. Um, yes, we'll take vouchers on that one too, for sure. Um, it's just a nice looking portfolio and and we have tried to build it better knowing now what we know about starting property management so in other words we've just we've just built it a lot smarter you know uh dealing with clients that are like-minded and um, really taking on those properties that are well cared for i don't know it's mm -hmm. just it was kind of like starting anew and taking our experience and building a different portfolio if that mm -hmm. makes any sense you know I think um, so, because at, yeah. at the beginning, you know, I think when you start, you're concerned, right, about profitability. And you're like, yes, I can do that. And I can do that. And I can do this yep. thing. And you're just like, you know, I would imagine grabbing onto any properties that you can, because you're like, I'm yes. new. These people are giving me a exactly. chance. I want to do a really good job for them. And as you go along, you find as a business owner and, you know, kind of your own specific, you know, set of clients that you'd like to work with, like you said, they need to match, right? Yep. Um, and so if, if it's not a good match, I think the relationship tends to be a little more difficult than it needs to be. So I think yeah. it does make sense that you learn something from your initial experiences and then you 
parlayed that into a second location, which better matched you as a business owner and what you wanted to offer. For sure. Mm -hmm. Well, and I guess that's what I'm trying to relay is um, sort of my interior design background. I was still able to apply that. Um, and what I learned about houses and the fact that, you know, we are a licensed real estate office that does investor acquisition. Um, I also get to have fun with it. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, like I said, I really love houses and our, we got to narrow our focus with South by representing more single family homes, which I think is more of my passion too. Mm -hmm. uh, I really like single family homes. I don't know why. I uh, just prefer them. So, you know, we do have some small apartment complexes, but I really think it's exciting to meet with that, you know, individual owner who maybe has one or two properties and maybe they're just starting out being an investor, right? Mm -hmm. And I love seeing them meet their goals. So really where it gets so exciting for me is helping my owners and my clients um, see what's best for their investment, you know, in terms of property management, you know, and and just how can we maximize this? How can we um, take care of your product, you know? Mm -hmm. And you've also mentioned that you had rental properties before you got started, right? Have yep. you grown your portfolio at all? Like what, what's that little piece yeah. been like for you? <laughs> so that one's kind of funny. So um, because we do property management, um, we we have narrowed our focus. So, you know, getting back to South, we really narrowed our focus and focused on single family homes, townhomes uh, and condos, uh, medium to high end, well cared for, all, the, all those good things. I do hear of other offices doing, um, and I don't just mean all county, other property management companies uh, doing short-term rentals. Mm -hmm. um, they'll do uh, corporate rentals, blah, blah, blah. So uh, we have actually branched out with our own investments, but we do Airbnbs. And um, we actually hire out another company that's an Airbnb company separate from all county. Mm -hmm. And it's just because it's exciting. It's something new. So we have mountain properties and they're close to a ski resort. So. Ooh, sounds yeah. nice. And I think that is one of the benefits of working in property management too, is because, I mean, you come into contact with so many owners that, yeah. I mean, if you're an investor getting into this space, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, getting into the toy store before the, the toy store is actually open. Totally. <laughs> totally. So yeah, our latest we bought off market. Mm -hmm. Yeah, off market stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about how you came around to choose all county, right? Because Obviously, All County is not the only franchise provider out there. Um, there yep. are a few others. Um, and you said you had flown down, you met uh, Sandy and Scott, but tell us a little bit more about why you chose All County. Yeah, so we looked at several. So we um, we looked at uh, ones that were really huge and they worked on quantity as opposed to quality. And I knew right away that that was not for us. Um when we flew down and met with Scott and Sandy and we went through all of the all county um, operation manuals and sort of how they um, they worked on this sort of upfront pricing, uh, a lot of transparency. Um, some of these other property management companies that we uh, vetted, there were a lot of hidden fees. There was sort of their their management agreements were really complex and really confusing. And um, it was almost like it was designed to be that way. I don't know. Uh, and it didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. And so then when we went down and met with Scott and Sandy, first of all, you could already tell right away that especially Sandy would, would do anything to answer your questions, um, to help you uh, understand things and to help you through the process for sure. 
And then, you know, you could see Scott was just really researching technology, how to keep up with the competition, um, how to really best serve uh, all counties' clients in a modern way, mm -hmm. uh, which included, you know, updating our logo, updating our website, updating our franchise website, um, and and sort of sort of um, thinking more broadly about the bigger picture. And so I am very much a bigger picture person. Um, I project, you know, five or 10 years down the road as, you know, in terms of setting goals and what I want. And you could just feel it and you could see it that they were doing the same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was just felt right. Yeah. It sounded like it was a pretty obvious choice for you. Yeah, for sure. It was. Yeah. Because we looked at others and um, we looked at one that was really aggressive and like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I mean, and I don't mean like aggressive, like they were just like, sell, 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 you know? And, and yeah, we sell, while sales are important, again, it comes back to building those relationships and building that client base where, you know, you can properly represent them as landlord's agent. And there's a, there's a good give and take relationship. And that's exactly what attracted me as well, right? Because it is the personal yeah. relationship at the end of the day. And honestly too, like business, you have to like what you're doing. And if you're just yeah. trying to just shove as many things like sell, 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 yeah. sell. After a while, it loses a little bit of meaning if you don't actually get a connection with the person on the other side that you're you're genuinely providing a great service for. Because, you know, there are owners where, I mean, st bad stuff happens and they're not around, um, you know, to, you know, look at their house or fix their house. And they are so grateful that somebody is there that they trust that you know, it's their largest and most expensive asset. They'd be like, oh, thank Absolutely. God. Like I can sleep better at night knowing that like somebody is there, you know, taking care of my property. Um, and that's, that's really nice. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not only just about like, you need to tell a million units or I don't know, whatever it yeah. is that people do. Somewhere right? like that. Yep. Yeah. And they yeah. are. And, yeah. you know, I think going back to your point about, you know, there's lots of different business models and property management too. I think there is something to be said for, you know, focusing as a business owner because I think there are some models out there that they're like, and we can do this and we can do this and we have this bells and these whistles and all these other things. And when you first start, like you need to focus, I think in anything in life to get ahead. And so I think it's a little hard to do that when they're like, look at all these shiny things. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's been six years. Talk to us a little bit about things that have been really amazing and also things that were some challenges for you. So really amazing. Um, amazing has been uh, for me for like from a personal aspect is growing as a person. You know, I think when you first start um, your own business, even though I know we're part of a franchise system, it really is your own business mm -hmm. and it really pushes you to um, put on your your big girl pants and sort of, you know, take the bull by the horns and, and make things happen. And um, so I really learned a lot about myself, which was that I could do it. Mm -hmm. And and that for me um, was really cool. So I I think that that um, it built a lot of confidence me in, in me as uh, a person in business. And then uh, the awesome thing, too, has just been um, learning more about my license, learning more about real estate, learning more about the market. It's just really exciting for me. And like, you know, sort of us branching out, doing our own Airbnbs and looking at different facets of the different types of properties you can own and um, how much experience I've gained with managing other people's properties and 
uh, I don't know, just real estate in general is just exciting. So I, I think you also have to have an interest and I, I really do. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and then the awesome thing has just been, uh, being a part of something, you know, uh, we live in Denver. It's, I think it's really great to live here, but, um, it's good to be a part of a system where you have people from all over, you know, and with all County, you know, we go to conferences, we go to these ownership retreats and you, you meet so many people and, and then you also realize you're not alone in this system and you learn from others. And like, sometimes, sometimes you offer your brilliance to others. So, you know, gleaning from each other, um, about how to run your business better, or maybe listening to how they've made mistakes and overcome things, um, has just been, it's really helpful. Yeah. So it's good to not be alone. Yeah. And I think that goes to the point of that, you know, cause some people are like, well, I can do it, it all on my own. And it's like, you absolutely can. The thing yeah. is though, that, um, if you can learn from other people's experiences and mistakes sometimes and successes, right, you can get there a lot faster. And yeah. maybe you don't have to, to go through all of those like difficult challenges or, you know, really hard things because like tons of people have done it before you and they're happy to share. Right. Yeah. So sure. you can just shortcut all of that and you're like, oh, I just do this. So, you know, one example, you get in as a new franchisee and they're like, oh, here's your website. I'm like, ah, fantastic. Yeah. Because like, you know, I have another business and I had to do all that myself and I went through several iterations and like finding the designers and the things, and then you have to make the logos. And then you're like, do I like this? No, I don't like that. And then you go through different, you know, it's it's a long process. And then literally first week, there's your website. Wee! And it's already yeah. all connected. And like, you know, people can put their um, information in and it immediately goes, the leads go to you. And you're like, just setting that up alone takes time. I mean, yeah. could you do it yourself? Sure you could, sure you could. But, it, you know, I didn't want to build a website. I wanted, yeah. I wanted something that was already done that works. And yeah. I'm, you know, I'm very happy to partner with people that know how to do all of those things. Yeah. Having the brand to sort of jump in and just get to work. Mm -hmm. So awesome. And, and that is the one thing, you know, as a parent, um, that time was, you know, creating a brand, creating a logo, you know, trying to get branded. Um, that time save in itself is worth it. Huge. You know? Yeah. And that's just one piece of it, right? I mean, even like yep. what we used to do um, showings for properties or yeah. all the software and how the software talked to each other. We didn't need to figure all that out. And frankly, that is like yeah. my worst skill set possible. Yeah. And yeah. I would rather shoot myself in the head than sit down and try to figure out how one program talks to another, right? Like yeah. that's not yeah. fun. So at least yeah. not for me, but um, yeah. Yeah. And I, and that's where I kind of harken back to where you could really tell that Scott was sort of drilling down on ways to improve communication mm -hmm. with the franchise but also for us to improve communication with our clients. Correct. Yeah. And all that is important to so stay cool. on top of because there are so yeah. many innovations that are rolling out. I mean, even like with like, you know, artificial intelligence right now, like how is totally. that going to change things? And so, you know, you're to not be obsolete, to not be, you know, an industry that gets disrupted. You do have to stay on top of these things. Yep. Yep. Um, as far as challenges go, COVID definitely was no fun. Mm, um, yeah. You know, I, but what's so funny is I really anticipated that with, during COVID, we were going to have all these evictions or, you know, these squatters, all these problems. And it's so funny because, um, again, sort of what all County provided was a way to do really good background checks and to vet our tenants 
and really it it went over pretty smooth all in all you know i think um it was like 99 percent of our tenants paid their rent on time and the other one percent we sort of you know either helped through or maybe unfortunately it was time to part ways mm -hmm. um and then you know another challenge was definitely um the employee you know um staffing and things like that has changed since since covid you know we had a lot of um we had some turnover during that time, you know, and, and people really pushing back, wanting to work from home and things like that. But it really wasn't conducive to our office and we just sort of had to ride the wave. Um, so change is not fun for anyone sometimes. Uh, True. But <laughs> yeah. Yep. But I feel like um, at least there was a support system. And again, we were not out alone on an island you know we went to our last conference and you know everyone was sort of feeling that change um in the employment market yeah um, everybody was sort of feeling a change in the market in general you know interest rates raising and things like that so again you're not um out on an island alone and i do think that even despite all of the shifts like people still need a place to live so and you know property management i think by and large and you know, I'd be happy to hear your experience is, is fairly stable as a business. I mean, has that been, you know, your case Most as well? Definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, <clears throat> with me being in design and things like that, you know, everyone was like, oh, you need to be a realtor. You know, you're, you're good people. You're good with sales. Go be a realtor. And I was like, well, wait a minute, really think about the market, mm -hmm. you know? So I was around in 2008, 2010 when the market crashed. And um, being a realtor alone during something like that, I could not imagine, you know, with property management, it's definitely recession proof in, in those ways mm -hmm. um, because everyone does always need a home, you know, now you have to be able to analyze the market. You have to be able to shift with the market. If you need to lower rent, you need to lower rent um, and you need to have frank conversations with your owners. But for the most part, you know, if you're, um, in line with the market, pricing right, doing a good job with maintenance. Mm -hmm. It is a recession-proof job. Yeah, yeah, completely. And for those people who are considering um, franchising and property management in general, what tips would you have for them as they're considering it? Um, know your state regulations mm -hmm. with the Division of Real Estate. So know your contracts. You know, that's always the first great place to start know what licensing um, that you need and, and what's required uh, because it is, um, you're dealing with tenants and you're dealing with people's properties and it's always good to know legally um, what you need to have set up and set in place. Then um, I would say narrow your focus. So focus on what type of property management you wanna get into. You know, if you're in an area where, you know, um, Maybe there's more lower to medium end. Maybe you need to figure out ways to um, do that type of property management effectively and, and put those vendors in place. So in other words, you know, interview your vendors, make sure whoever's doing your maintenance is licensed and insured um, and, and just put those things in place where you have uh, trusting relationships with vendors, um, people you do business with. That way they can represent your portfolio and your client well. Mm -hmm. um, Let's see, like vendors, we rely a lot on our vendors um, to give good service and to price fairly. 
So, you know, vetting them has been really important. But also, again, here we go. Here we go back to relationship building is, you know, some of our vendors we've used for years and it's because they're like minded like us. Um, they're reasonable to work with or reasonably, reasonably priced. So, yeah. So setting up all that groundwork um, first is awesome. And um, have all your systems in place. You know, if you have assistants, have their um, job descriptions lined out and be very clear about who's doing what. Yeah. So if you're the owner and you're doing sales and you have an admin assistant, make sure that admin assistant has everything written out in some sort of, you know, handbook or um, uh, we do a lot with job descriptions. Mm -hmm. So in other words, so we have five staff members that have um, specific job descriptions and we have broken their job down into flashcards. Mm. And so we have meetings monthly to where we go through flashcards and it's like, okay, do we need to trade a flashcard? So like, for instance, um, does this person now need to be the person who makes key copies? Um, maybe this other person is overloaded, you know, or, or something. So if that makes sense, um, just knowing uh, who you need for your admin and just making sure that you're very clear about what their job is. So you can do your job. Yes. And speaking of the flashcards, yeah. that was one of the things I received as a new franchisee, right? Like yeah. here are all the possible tasks that need to be done. Yeah. And then you can literally sit and sort them out of like, who's going to do what. And as Laura mentioned, it's something that you can actually sit down and say, well, I can do this and the staff can do this because like you mentioned, like property management is a very complex business and you need to be yeah. into the details to do it well. And so if you're all trying to do all the things and then somebody else's, it's like, you don't know what your lane is. I mean, it gets very messy. So there's yeah. a lot of nice things that are set up in the system to help you organize all of those bits and pieces. Definitely. Yep. And it's very task oriented. So, you know, um, and, and it's customer service. So at the end of the day, how are you going to line out your tasks to deliver the best customer service? Awesome. And before we yeah. wrap up, Laura, I was going to ask you, so what's next for you? I mean, in the property management space, are you growing bigger? Are you doing different property management? Like, um, since you mentioned five to 10 year goals, what's, what's in the future for you? Yeah. So that's a, that's a tough one. So, uh, definitely still growing. Um, so I would really like to see South, um, match Metro. Mm -hmm. So, you know, get to that 200 to 50 mark of properties. So that's probably within the next, um, you know, probably two to three years, mm -hmm. I would hope that we reach that goal at least. Um, and then for us personally, you know, we would love to have properties, um, other places. So, you know, um, we, in other words, we not only use our license to, uh, build our portfolio here, but we also use our license and our experience to enrich our lives by, di by diversifying in the market for mm -hmm. us personally. Mm -hmm. And so again, it's just that exciting playing, playing the market game kind of, if you're into it. And, um, I love to collect homes. So probably we'll put a, put a couple more <laughs> in our own portfolio and who knows? No, I you love know, maybe it. Maybe something on the beach. <laughs> and, you know, Laura did not mention, but actually, you know, she said that she started and she was a stay at home mom, but actually your husband quit his job to also work, right? With all County, you he guys did. both. Yes. Yeah. So he, oh yes. So he came over um, about three and a half years ago. And um, so I was probably alone for the first three years and uh it was time. It was time for him to come over. Mm -hmm. And um, it was it was an adjustment to work together at first. You know, it took us about six months to a year to sort of um, 
hammer out Who does what, what we were doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But kind of what we've learned, um, we've learned a lot more about each other. Interesting. We have learned to trust each other way more. Hmm. And we actually learned that the fabric of our value system is so similar. Hmm. And so that too has helped us become successful. Um, we really stretched ourselves to learn more about each other. And it, it's been it's been good for us too, you know? I don't know. We just we just went in, you hmm. know, all in. And um we work together and we play together and I just think we've become better friends because of it. Isn't that interesting? Because, you know, I don't think people normally um, become business owners to experience amazing personal growth and or uh, improve their um, marital relationships. But there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All added benefits. You think the opposite. Yeah. We, I well, know. We did, I, yeah. In the, in the beginning, it was a little tense. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's uh, you, right? well, and I was like, why are you touching my things? <laughs> like get out of my space you're so <laughs> no. funny I, I think i would be like the same i'd be like what are you doing yeah. over there and my husband's like, yeah but i'm just doing the thing that like you would ask me to do but poor my poor husband. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. yeah but you know we're really working it out and the funny thing is is like um we have learned that we complement each other mm -hmm. yeah so it's just funny that's fantastic. Well, yeah. Laura, we wish you a lot of success um, with both of your it's been a success story for sure. Yes, it, with both of your offices. And thanks so much for talking to us about your experience today. Yep. And uh, best of luck. Anytime. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed hearing this episode of the All County All Stars podcast. Thanks for giving us a five star review. For more information on how All County can help you start and grow an amazing business, go to allcountyfranchise.com or call us at 855-245-7368. You're only one phone call away from an opportunity that could change your life.